Hello listeners and welcome back to Cyberpunk Tales from the Oasis. This is episode 25, halfway to 5-0. Unfortunately, we were unable to complete the recording and editing for our Shiver one-shot this month for Spooky Season, so keep an eye out for that sometime in December, probably, uh, I don't know. If you'd like to help support us so we can also support our cast and then we can all toss off the chains of capitalism together, please engage in some capitalism yourself by contributing at our Patreon, patreon.com slash Tales from the Oasis. Any Patreon tier will get you first come, first serve access to join us and visit the Oasis yourself with your custom character in our No Witnesses one-shot sessions. These are self-contained stories, DM'd by me, that are not recorded, but are set in the Oasis, and with a team of edge runners made up entirely of listeners like you. If you'd like to join a No Witnesses game, check out our Discord, the link is in the top right of our website at TalesFromTheOasis.com. And if you'd like to guarantee a spot for each game, join any of our Patreon tiers. The lowest tier starts at just three US dollars at the time of this recording, you know, inflation and all that. All right, enough digital panhandling, let's get right into it. This is episode 25, Halfway to 5-0. While Mavis and Reed fight through the crowds of desperate people searching for cyberware parts, our story today starts in a much quieter scene in the apartment of Sadoi. Iso, growing increasingly starved for interaction, lounges on Sadoi's couch scrolling through the data pools on his agent. June Gold shares her top three tips on keeping it fresh during the wait. Arsonist behind the Oasis physical NFT display gallery was local rock legend Dimesworth was found guilty to 14 dead in the get the hottest and cooling cyberware only at you won't believe. Iso closes his agent in frustration. His usual Night City data pools are inaccessible today for maintenance, and his Oasis data pool collection is still frustratingly slim. He looks around Sadoi's apartment for something, anything to relieve the boredom, and weighing his options, he decides that whatever Sadoi is tinkering with is likely more entertaining than staring at the ceiling, watching the paint slowly change from dry to somehow more dry. He attempts to stand, but the pain from his stitches stops his movement immediately. After a brief internal struggle, Iso and his body settle on just sitting up as a suitable compromise to their differing opinions on the matter. He leans forward slightly and tries to get Sadoi's attention. Hey Sadoi, shut up, I'm working. <laughs> what you making? I said shut up. <laughs> Moment to help you make a promotional video for your new product. People love production shots where you're like doing the technical stuff. Don't you have some pog to go airs? <laughs> what? There's vending machine downstairs. Go get yourself some soda, kid. Something about the word that Sadoi just said, pog. It, it strikes something in your head. Pog, poggy. Hoggers. Oh, fuck, you haven't uploaded any content in quite a while. Fuck. I guess I'm uh, sure about the promotional video. I could, I could use the content. How much you pay me? Not how that works. The other way around. <laughs> you do not put me in video for exposure. No, no, no. I'm, I'm helping you promote your new product. Mm-hmm. Fuck off. <laughs> And I have a scoop on the, the brand new cy 
Siberian thing. I'm a jig. No? I saw? Yeah, I'll, I'll film some pedestrians. Fine. Also <laughs> <laughs> gets off the sofa and walks outside to see if he can record some uh, rioting. All right. You walk outside and head towards the stairs and notice when you get to the corner of the open air stairwell, you've already got a pretty good view of everything going on in the street. And there is a lot of stuff going on down there. Mm-hmm. You sort of absentmindedly pick up your agent just to see if there's anything particular going on in the area. Mm-hmm. And then you get struck by this intense feeling of dread all of a sudden. You lower your agent slowly, look down at the ground, and you see Meta, Mavis's rat. Oh, fuck. <laughs> He's standing on his hind legs in the inner corner of this open-air stairwell, like a short distance away from you, and looking up at you from within this perfectly positioned patch of sunlight that illuminates him in this very dramatic way. Is this the same rat? I just look around <laughs> see if anyone can confirm. That is a good question. You don't know if this is the same rat. You actually don't know what Meta looks like that well. You really only know what Meta looks like on a ton of drugs. Yeah. So. I slowly step backwards away. Stepping backwards away from it leads you away from your goal. <laughs> and there's nothing interesting to film on the other side of this building. I sidestep around it. <laughs> you press yourself up against the wall and just slowly start inching your way around this rat that you believe to be Meta. Good rat. Stay there. Whenever you're about two to three feet away from the rat who has been watching you this entire time, the rat makes a movement and starts skittering towards you. Oh, fuck. I want to run, but I'm pretty sure, like, physically that's a problem. <laughs> um, I mean, I, I, I casually walk away as long as it's not getting too close. <laughs> Meta begins to skitter up to you, and you turn to start kind of walking away, pretending to look cool. Can I get a... Uh... Cool check. <laughs> Yeah. Let's get you to roll a streetwise cool check. You're going to try and convince this rat that it doesn't scare you. (laughs) Oh, I mean. (laughs) That's a 12. (laughs) Okay. You turn to walk away and you take maybe a step or two before you feel the feeling of like maybe the rat's trying to grab on your leg. Maybe it's trying to climb up your leg. You don't know. So you start speed walking away. Yeah, I do. You glance over your shoulder uh, involuntarily as you go away, and the rat's gone. I check my leg. (laughs) You quickly check your leg and look down and, like, pat at it and stuff, and... No, it's not on you. It's not on your leg. I want to roll perception to see if I can hear any rat-like sounds. Okay, that's going to be tough because there's a bunch of other sounds going on, but you can definitely do that. Another 12. Must have been the wind. You close your eyes and try to focus and bring all of your Zen energy in, and you just can't get any information. You sit there and just like wait and wait and wait, and all you're really hearing is the different sounds and and backgrounds of the stuff that's going on on the street. That being said though, you do hear in your listening for the rat, the sound of someone screaming and several metal on flesh impacts that are happening right over the edge. It seems like there might be a story developing right now. Ooh, a scoop. You can either continue to find out what's going on with Meta and miss the story, or you can just rush over and try and capture the story. Yeah, I'm going for the story. I'm uh, I'm, sl- I'm, I'm low-key convincing myself that the red is gone. All right. Yeah, I'm going to, as much as my body allows for it, rush over to the scene. 
All right, you hobble over to the edge of this corner and peer out onto the street. Right now you're at about the fourth or fifth floor up, so you're pretty far up, but you can kind of zoom down. You pull out your shoulder camera and you've got your personal camera and you're recording it from slightly different angles. Mm -hmm. And there's a couple of things that you see going on. The first is that there appears to have been some sort of car accident. You don't understand the reason why, but one of these large trucks that was transporting reflective material and also maybe some electronics, it's not quite clear, slammed into the back of something else. And there's a bit of smoke coming out the front of it. The vehicle does not seem to be drivable anytime soon. The second thing is that there is a swarm of people around the truck. Some of them appear to be like trying to grab sections of reflective material or like climbing up the side of the truck and getting it. There is a very frustrated and angry looking woman who is standing at the back of the truck who has a shotgun and she keeps pointing at people like, get the fuck back, you monsters. Get back, get back. And is, you know, pointing and threatening with them. The third thing you see is that those autonomous drones that we were mentioning earlier are about 10 feet away and are aggressively kind of grabbing people with their metallic arms and throwing them out of the way as they move rapidly towards this location. Like lethal speeds or? They're moving at like walking speed, but they're kind of roughly grabbing people and literally throwing them out of the way in order to get there. So by the time you get all your cameras set up, these Robocops have arrived and they walk up to the woman and there's like a brief exchange of conversation. You can't quite hear what's going on, but you could try and lip read if you'd like. I would like that. And I would also want to get a better shot of the robots. All right. So first I'm going to roll a lip reading. And after that, I would like to roll a photography one. You can't tell what the woman's saying, mm. but it seems important. And the robots immediately snap to attention and flip around and begin pointing their guns at the rest of the crowd. Now let's get a roll to see how well you just captured this cool little moment. Oh boy. 19, very nice. Okay. So you zoom in and frame it up just in time to see the conversation going back and forth. And then the two robots stop and turn. Their weapon points deploy. The street is lit up by a loud, booming voice from both of them that say, Attention citizens, you are currently in a restricted area. Please vacate the crash site immediately or we will use lethal force to ensure compliance. Oh boy, escalation. <laughs> Upon them saying this, the groups of people who are in the front who are yelling at the woman about, give us some of this stuff, you've got tons of it, like who cares, quit your job. Those people back up like several feet and there's now like a bubble where there's nobody around and these robocops are pointing their weapons from place to place. People are kind of like shying away as the weapons are pointed in their direction, but there are still a couple of people who are in the process of and seeming not to be noticed right now, who are yanking a big roll of reflective material out of the back of this truck. Right. They're doing it from the side and they're not noticed. I want to make sure that my shoulder camera stays focused on the robots while I film the people looting with my regular camera. You direct your shoulder camera there and it's got enough automated systems in it that it can zoom in and zoom out and keep it in good focus while you focus personally on the looters. Mm. As you focus on the looters and zoom in, it becomes very obvious to you that these looters, they're wearing nomad colors and nomad outfits. Do I recognize these colors or these outfits from um, Reed's party? Yes. Yes, you do. Were they on Reed's side or on the other person's side? 
let's have you roll a check to see if you actually recognize them or not. It's going to be a social skill. Human perception. All right. Yeah. Can you perceive which humans these are? <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> it's uh, I rolled a 10. Uh, a 10 on human perception. Yeah, that's not great. You recognize the colors as like, oh, yeah, I saw those same colors and iconography during Reed's trial. And those clothes are definitely nomad clothes, but you don't recognize the individual people. All right. Well, I, I make sure to get like a still frame of those people and immediately send it over to uh, Reed, who is totally not busy trying to get laid slash discounts. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, either or. Either or both, yeah. <laughs> so, Reed, while you're shopping for several different types of grades of copper wiring that you're going to need for Sedoy to hook this thing up, you get a message from ISO. The message with no context, just a picture of three nomads from the Reapers. What do I know about the Reapers? Well, you know that they were at your grievance tribunal. Yeah. And that they generally do search and recovery. They're generally like, they, yeah. they'll go and find like crashed areas or they'll go into like really hot contested zones and see if they can recover bits of information that was lost. They do pretty well for themselves, but they have a bit of a reputation of being hot-headed and not really caring that much about going into combat zones or getting in trouble. That's why they call themselves the Reapers. Yeah, he just pings back and goes, uh, Reapers, what, what's going on? It does say ISO is typing. And then the message pops up and it says, don't forget the ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> so ISO, you can set up a video call with him at any point if you want. If you did, but uh, you can keep this to text message if you want, but you can do a FaceTime. So the thing is, I'm trying to stay quiet because I don't want the attention to switch to ISO. Sure. So ISO's first of all typing. Um, I thought a picture said a thousand words, but these guys are looting a supply truck for the reflectors. And they're getting into trouble with the Robocops. He just like sends the shrugging emoji. <laughs> Followed by the eggplant emoji. Like, Oi! <laughs> so Iso, you're watching this unfold and making sure to, to get the individual pieces down. And some dickhead right in the front says, Really? You're not going to let us have any of this stuff? What about those guys? And he points over at the Reapers who are currently like hauling this big thing out of the back of the truck. The Robocop's head flips around on a swivel. Warning! Warning! You are stealing from a restricted area! And marches over to it, leaving just the one Robocop standing in front. The woman looks over and is like, Hey! What the fuck are you doing? and starts yelling, the single Robocop widens its stance and basically starts pointing at everyone and says, Back up! Non-compliance will be punished! However, with there being only one Robocop, it's not really doing as much to prevent this crowd, and the crowd begins to press in around this Robocop. The one that went over to stop the looting marches over as the Reapers are bringing their stuff down and it walks up to him and says, Citizens, your faces are being scanned. The Reapers pause for a second and then one of them goes up to the front and says, Look, I'm sorry, man. We just need more reflective. We need to, um... <coughs> we have uh, a bunch of people in our clan we have a square root of two number of people in our clan. <laughs> the robot pauses for a second and says, does not compute. And the guy seems to like curse himself. 
as he's doing that, another one of these people who is standing off to the side, closer to the building, walks up behind the robot, grabs some little device and jams it into the robot's neck. It twitches and then falls over to the side and begins firing, like loose firing onto the ground. It's not going in any particular direction, but some of the bullets do kind of whiz past your camera and some of them splatter into the side of the wall, causing little bits of debris to come down. This is a cool shot. At the sound of all of this gunfire, the first robot in the front turns to see and says, error, non-compliance has been detected. Turns away from the crowd that's standing in front of him and goes to go walk over to its comrade. As soon as it turns away from the crowd and walks away, this full crowd just mobs this woman. You see her disappear under a crowd of people pushing forward. You zoom in a little bit further with your shoulder camera. You see a couple of people start bringing fists down onto her face. They're just pounding her into the ground and stepping on her and kicking her as the rest of the crowd begins slowly but relatively efficiently unloading everything in this truck. They're ripping stuff off and just handing it to people nearby. Not seeming to actually loot any of it, just getting it off of the truck for the moment. Oh boy, this one's going to be hard to spin. The second RoboCop heads over to where the first RoboCop is lying on the ground and twitching and has this weird mechanical device sticking out of the side of its neck. It points down at the device and shoots it and blows the device and the head of the robot clean off. Oh boy. The first robot stops moving. The second robot begins targeting the Reapers and says, non-compliance detected, and its guns begin spinning up. The Reapers scatter. Two of them go behind the truck. Two of them run behind some sort of like large metal power transformer. And a gun battle ensues between this robot and these four Reapers. That doesn't happen to be the transformer for our block, right? You don't know. Uh, but it is right outside your building. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I record all of it, and I, yeah. I hope, I really hope they don't fuck up our power. With its first spray of gunfire, this RoboCop-mounted thing turns towards the front of this truck and just begins unloading with its double machine guns. It's got basically chain guns on both sides that it has now deployed, and it just unloads. It shreds the front part of this truck and the two Reapers standing behind it. You see the bullets fly through the truck and just blood splatter goes everywhere. The bullets continue going through the truck and start hitting a couple of other cars that are across the street. Those cars then ram into poles and begin catching on fire. This whole situation is starting to spin out of control very, very quickly. Those were not designed just for dealing with people. That's some armor-piercing bullshit right there. You comment that to the camera. <laughs> you I grab mean. the camera, turn it towards you, and he goes, <laughs> See? That's how you know it's armor-piercing bullets, everyone. Regular bullets don't do that. Anyway, back to the action. <laughs> you hear some, some cries of, like, disbelief and horror from the other two Reapers that are down there as one of them goes, Charlie, no! And reaches out towards the shredded two people. The other one that wasn't just screaming lets out a guttural yell and steps out from behind and pulls out what looks like a handheld rocket launcher and says, take this, you metallic piece of shit. Pulls the trigger and a small little tube goes forward, hits the robot right in the chest and it detonates. The robot falls down. It doesn't explode into pieces, but the detonation knocks the robot backwards and it hits the ground. It's also enough to knock the truck up on its side and a bunch of the inventory spills out onto the street. 
now, several of the vehicles that are attempting to pass by this whole thing are now stuck. The crowds of people that are looting this truck have now taken over the full street and have blocked all traffic as they are removing everything from this truck and sorting it out. And you have an exclusive scoop. Yeah, you do. Yeah. Yay! And we know how to deal with the Robocops now. <laughs> Big explosions. Big explosions <laughs> well, and hacking. Not quite. The one that was knocked back on its ass. Uh, gets back up. Begins to struggle to get back up. It's starting to wiggle itself back and forth. And you see little extendo modules come out of the back that begin propping it. And it begins getting back up. The two Reapers that see this happening yell up, Hey, it's getting back up. And they run over and they tackle the robot and knock it back down on the ground. Seems like a bad idea. <laughs> and try to hold it down. And how does that unfold? They start screaming and waving their arms. Several of the people that are looting stop what they're doing and they walk over and they start kicking the head of the robot. One of them pulls out a handgun and, put, and unloads six shots into the robot's head. Oh, it doesn't keep it from moving though. It's still wildly flinging itself around and starts firing the gun up into the air. Finally, one of the people there that seems to be more technical savvy than the others comes forward with some sort of laser cutter and just begins cutting into its neck and arms. It manages to remove one of its arms and then cut the right thing on the neck to get this robot to finally stop moving. God, imagine the damage Mavis could do with one of those. <laughs> So over the next 30 minutes or so, you capture basically the systematic removal and dispersion of all of these safety materials as they all get carried off by various people. And what's left is this truck that has the front part of it just completely shredded. There's this broken, disfigured body lying bleeding out behind the truck. There's a small crater in the pavement surrounded by the mechanical remnants of that first robot. And the mostly intact mechanical frame of the second robot is currently being dragged away by the Reapers. They throw what's left of that second robot in the back of a Nomad vehicle and speed away in a cloud of dust just before the Oasis Police Department arrive and begin securing the scene. Yeah, I made sure to uh, take a picture of the Reaper dragging the robot away and send, send it to uh, Reed with a smiley face. <laughs> Holy shit. As the, the Oasis Police Department shows up, you see them start to scan the rooftops. Do you want to attempt to hide from them? Uh, yes. Okay, give me a stealth roll. I would like to spend some luck points That's on that. That's probably a good plan. Okay, how many luck points do you want to spend? Four, because I really do not want to deal with the police. Fuck yeah. 19. 19. Hopefully they're not that good. Let's roll one of these. Uh-oh. Oh, no. oh god, <laughs> they roll high. Yeah, they did. Did I say four? I said six luck. Six, six luck. No, you didn't. <laughs> uh, they tied yeah. with you, and I believe oh. on ties, the perceiver wins on a stealth roll? I would like to contact my rules lawyer before we continue this. All right, fair <laughs> enough. I'm actually not too sure on this one either. Let me check real quick. In case of a tie, the defender always wins. Okay, so oh, you win this one. Oh. oh, rules lawyer paid off. Rules lawyer did pay <laughs> off. That retainer oh, was yeah. worth it. You see the police officers begin to scan and right as they turn towards you, you grab your shoulder mounted camera, jam it back onto your shoulder, hit the ground and duck down. Such a prone crawl away. Give me a... Regular body roll? Sure, that sounds good. Why is there two dice flying around? Oh, 
Because you crit. Oh, oh that's yeah. a 22. Okay, perfect. All right. So <laughs> as you hear the Oasis police officers talking, you duck down behind the railing of the stairwell, being extremely careful not to overextend your arms in any direction or twist your torso too much so as not to rip your stitches. One of the cops' radio goes off, and you're racked with pain as your whole body just tenses up for a moment. Ooh. Despite, like, the open-air design of this whole stairwell, from this position, you can't actually make out what's really being said, but you wait just a minute or so to make sure your location hasn't been compromised, and everything seems good. So what next? Crawl back to the apartment. <laughs> All right. You begin painfully and slowly hobbling your way back to your apartment, and when you get there, you pat yourself down a little bit, Thankfully, it looks like none of your stitches broke during this whole encounter. Yay, finally! With all the footage you captured, it's probably going to take a couple of hours to edit it all together into something usable, if that's what you want to do. Yeah, I just sent Reed some reminders about the ice cream because he also forgot the sandwich, so... Alright. Let's cut back to Reed and Mavis. After you've collected all your materials from the market, you call up the number of the Ripper Dock that ISO gave you, and while they're extremely busy right now, they're happy to slot you in, either of you in, at any point today for no extra surcharge. I mean, we're looking for a tech as well, aren't we? Yeah, you, you are. You, all you're bringing right now is the raw materials. The person on the other end of the line at the clinic assures you that no matter the piece, the Ripper Dock is the best in the area. He can install almost any cooling cyberware in around an hour. Now, you mentioned your free installation coupon, and before you can even explain the whole situation with the materials and needing it to get constructed first, the person on the line sighs and just warns you that if you aren't bringing the cyber you want installed, it could take a few days to source it. Now, you inform them immediately that while you don't have the cyber yourself, you do have the blueprint and the raw materials to construct it if they have someone to recommend. Person on the line pauses for a moment to look something up, lets you know that won't be a problem, but the cost of construction won't be covered by your coupon, it will also take a couple of extra hours to make. Okay, yeah, that's fine by me. When you actually arrive at the clinic, as it is, you discover that the cost of construction they're referring to is actually a couple hundred eddies. Wait, wait, Reed, are you asking them to install it as well? Because, uh, yeah, I can install it for you if that makes it a little cheaper if you're just paying the building. I just need it built, is all. The person that greeted you says, Yeah, like I mentioned over the air, I'll call my tech friend over to make it for you, as long as you've got, you know, the materials and the blueprint. And let's say if you get it installed here at this clinic after it gets constructed, I could probably talk my friend into a discount of, I don't know, 200 eddies on the construction price? All right, fine, whatever. I will require some cyberware installing at a, a little later date. I've got to pick up a copy of this exact piece from another tech friend of ours. I will need that installing. So what, what sort of price is it on installing a piece of tech like this? 500. Ooh, that, that's a little steep there. Um, I don't suppose you need any drugs, cooling gear installing. We could, you know, trade tip for tap. You know, I, I do you, you do me. We could maybe sit in a circle and do it like that. Wait, um, maybe it's why not just take mine? It's gonna fit either of us right well yeah that's true i could take the one that's that's happening here and then my friend can take the one that i'm having made elsewhere the med tech shrugs and says all right fine so after you get everything settled and the tech shows up a little while later they ask for the blueprint from you and then scans that blueprint with a small little handheld device connected to his eyepiece and then constructs the blueprint right in front of you using the materials you provided over the course of the next hour and a half when he's all done constructing it, he takes the piece, hands it to Mavis, and then Mavis, you're led out back to the mildly trashed and kind of dingy, but you know, not too bad, back alley ripper dock chair in the other room. 
So they sit you down in this chair, and over the next few hours, this Ripper Doc installs this brand new cybernetic piece that was just constructed into your arm with a frightening amount of speed and dexterity. You step out of the office and flex your arm a bit and test out the new Siberian arm you just got installed, and you find Reed waiting patiently for you in the office lobby. Uh, Reed, what have you been doing for the last couple of hours? I think Reed's nodded off. 15 magazines on the chair next to you. And by magazines, I mean, like, ammunition. You've been, like, taking them out and <laughs> polishing and putting them back. This like. has been loading magazines <laughs> this entire time. Reed, you, before you fell asleep, you did actually like check around a little bit. And I'll give, just give you a bit of background story on what's going on in the Oasis. You probably opened up your news thing and scrolled through some feeds at, a, at some point. Yeah. A lot of the nomads are currently taking their vehicles, aerial vehicles or ground vehicles, and making like little circular shapes with them and then covering the entire thing with reflective wrap and then hooking up portable generators with air conditioning units to pump in, basically to create large enclosed cool air conditioned yeah. cool spaces. Yeah, they're in the process of doing that. So a lot of shipments in and out of the Oasis uh, have basically ceased and it's looking like they're not going to resume for the next couple of months. So there is a bit of short supply on some materials, nothing related to keeping yourself cool, but certain types of cyberware and vehicle upgrades and stuff won't be available during the wave because there's nobody to haul them. Yeah, that makes sense. So, Mavis, uh, after a few more short tests, they certify your installation, make sure everything's running good, performing within expected parameters, and you and Reed head back to your apartments. So, let's switch over to Sedoy to do a fabrication roll to see if you fuck this up. <laughs> I, uh, the thing is, I, I can only fuck this up if I roll a natural one. So there's no way of you fucking it up now, right? Don't jinx yourself. <laughs> there's no way it could possibly happen. Well, I guess we're about to find out. Oh, oh, okay, that's <laughs> it rolled past the one that scared oh. me. <laughs> well, I, uh, I rolled a 23. Cool. And the DB is 13, so... You finished constructing the piece. Manufacture the heck out of that thing. Reed gets to be cool! <laughs> Reed and Mavis, you arrived back at the apartment complex. Reed, did you go get ice cream for ISO? Reed did indeed get vegan ice cream. Okay. Nice. Is it, is it Bev and Jenny's, though? Or is it some, like... Knock off, it's man. definitely not got milk in. It's not ice cream. It's ice something. <laughs> <laughs> it's ice. Ice cream, maybe? Yeah, maybe ice cream. the name of the non-ice cream ice cream. It's ice cream adjacent. Yeah. <laughs> you come back and Sadoi has just finished everything. So Sadoi, you ping everyone and tell them that, you know, I just finished this new thing. Let's meet up and I'll hand this over to whoever needs it. Sweet. And then we'll check each other to make sure all of our systems are working and, you know, make sure we're all prepped for the wave. So, where do you guys meet up? I tell everyone in the text, come to my place. I'm not leaving. Okay. Okay, we meet at Sadoi's place. I'm welcome at Sadoi's place now. So, you all meet up at Sadoi's place. I So, you notice Reed is carrying a quart of something by the top. <laughs> you feel like it might be the ice cream you asked for. Oh, is that for me? Oh, no, 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 no. This is for me, but I'm willing to share because I'm a nice person, Sadoi. So what do you get, Reed? <laughs> oh, I got you some uh, Pep and Jenny's ice cream. But, but I asked for Bef and Jenny's. <laughs> Reed hands over a thing that is, what is it, Pep and Jenny's? Pep and Jenny's. 
But instead of ice dream, it's called nice cream. Nice cream. Does it have like a little friendly note on the lid? Uh, it's got a smiley face on the lid. Yeah, you look really nice today. Or I really like your shoes. It's got a smiley face on the lid and it is cold. Can you open that up for me? <laughs> you open it up, you hand it over. ISO, it smells and if you're brave enough to taste it, smells and tastes like a mixture of sour cream and ice cream. <laughs> Take a long, long smell. Give me a resist torture drug. No, I'm getting this. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, good news, everyone. I I got his 14 building. Mavis got the balls. <laughs> Mavis, get get the balls. Get the ball. Oh, okay. I'll, I'll get the balls. Get the kidney balls. <laughs> and the spoons. Don't forget the spoons. Right, right on. All right. I, I do that, and I don't get kidney balls. I'm not completely <laughs> crazy. You guys go in and distribute out nice cream to everyone in the group. Everyone has a bowl of nice cream in front of them that they, we will just assume that you consume over your leisure. We don't need to make rolls for the spoon checks. We don't need to talk anymore about the nice cream. You have nice cream. Everyone's got it. Enjoy it. Mmm. So, uh, who wants this new uh, Siberian arm I make? That'd be me. I thought uh, maybe you were going to get it, but uh, looks like you already have a shoddy version of it on your arm. <laughs> well, we were already down at the at the tech and the med tech. We figured mm. it'd be easier like this. I do nice. feel a little bad not having a Sado original in my arm, but I'll, I'll manage. Well, <laughs> it's what you deserve. Wow, okay. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> Mavis, as Sidoy says this, your cooling unit sparks a little bit. <laughs> hey, cool. Mine's got special effects. <laughs> Mine comes with a lighting option. <laughs> you get Reed all prepped for it, Reed. You end up needing to like roll up your arms or take off your shirt or whatever to get this installed. Do you have any tattoos? Yeah, I'd say it has a few tattoos. Okay. Mostly just clan tags, things like that, where it's like... Do you have one on your arm? Uh, yes. Okay. The plate that is currently on there with the tattoo is going to get removed. Oh, that's fine. Mavis, you grab one of Sedoy's chairs and just like put it <laughs> over there, like right in the middle of Sedoy's room and start pulling out your scalpel. And as you do that, Sedoy, you have a moment where you realize, oh fuck, she's about to do this right in here in my room. <laughs> I swipe you 50 Eddies to switch room with me. <laughs> Uh, Iso, how do you respond? No, no, I like my room. Maybe I don't like get the fuck out of my room. Oh, right, right, I forgot. <laughs> You're the baby. Right, let's go next door. Um, Let's go next door, Reed. I like having clean room, not covered in blood. Okay, how okay. How is that baby? I'm on Team Sedoy here. Sedoy, I don't know if you know, but babies also don't like rooms covered in blood. <laughs> Nobody <laughs> like room covered in blood. Reed, if, if it matters to you, you know that, that tattoo there, your, your ink? Yeah. I could probably flay that off for you before we start, and you can keep it in a nice little picture book, maybe in your wallet. Oh, my God. We got local anesthetic for you. Um, You're not on any drugs, are you? You're not hopped up on synth coke, or... No. You haven't slipped my surge, no? Nope, nothing. Okay, cool. Oh, different. <laughs> Addiction. <laughs> We can put you under if you like. Eh, whatever you feel like. It's up to you. I feel like that's important. Do you want me to keep the tattoo? I can I can certainly get it. 
Yeah, let's just keep it. Yeah. I'll have a little yeah, bit. Yeah, sweet, okay. A little uh, thing to remember me by. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Because yeah. he's not got cyber arms, so... Step on through to my office. I'd like lead the way to my room. All right, you lead the way to your room and you set Reed down just around like all of this blood stuff. <laughs> Meta is uh, nowhere to be seen. Hmm. <laughs> Fuck. Right, I, hmm, I don't know where my assistant is, but I'm sure I can handle that. Do you want local or you want to go all the way on probably local for you? You're a tough guy, right? Yeah, I can do local. Yeah, you're not going to, like, worse. squeam at the side of your arm. If you do, just look the other way. Um, If you see any rats, just give me a shout. I, I don't know where Meta is. He's probably off eating something. There's a lot of goop around here. Let's get down to business. You begin to cut into Reed's arm. Iso and Sedoy are left inside Sedoy's room. And as soon as Reed and Mavis leave... Sedoy, you start kind of getting a bit of your itch of just like, man, you're really feeling tired, but you could go for some more of that energy. Uh, what time is it? It's about seven. I'm going to store some Coke. Hooray! Do you still have some? Uh, I didn't specify how many doses I got from the... The Kunotech vending machine? You got three, like, normal person-sized doses, but in packet form. Yeah, I've taken two, I believe. You grab the last of your synthetic cocaine, set it out on the table, and take a nice big ol' snort of it. Iso, you're watching Sedoy do this, and it occurs to you that, huh, isn't this normally ingested via an inhaler? Is your nose okay? Yeah, I have steel implant. Why? Titanium implant is metal. But why? Looks more hardcore. Don't you have those inhalers? Isn't that like nicer? Wait, that's an option? (laughs) (laughs) Apparently. I could do with one of those. That would make for more efficient distribution of coke into respiratory system. I would. Well, maybe I have to think about building an inhaler. Hmm. So you're having a discussion about the use of Sedoy's drugs when both of you receive a message simultaneously from the same person. And surprise, fucking surprise, it's the fixer for the Brokeback Cowboys again. It's Nico. All right, Nico. What does he want this time? Attached to this message is a small video showing Nico in a warehouse with about a hundred people scurrying around behind him, moving things or loading stuff up into trucks, all of them wearing cowboy hats. He looks at the camera and says, listen, I don't got time to get into it, but an Imperial fuck pile of contracts just dropped on the open market about 30 minutes ago, all of them prepaid. Now, I ain't the kind to leave a pile like that just sitting around for the roaches to run off with, so I'll be calling you in a bit, and you best pick up the phone when I do, or you can lose this goddamn number. Nico out. This has been Cyberpunk Tales from the Oasis, episode 25, halfway to 5-0. Thanks for listening, and remember, as the United States and the rest of the world try to now go back to normal by just ignoring the fact we haven't eradicated COVID-19, the capitalist systems and their mouthpieces are going to try and double-speak their way into claiming that somehow they have to raise their prices, but they also can't pay their employees more. If the prices go up, but the wages of the workers don't also go up by some similar percentage, the company is making more per sale and paying less per worker to do it. This isn't the fault of inflation, Biden, or even Russia. It's just plain old capitalist corporate greed. 
Stay angry, keep it focused in the right direction. This is Artemis, signing off.